Welcome to Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. And welcome to Season 6, Episode 1. Uh, my name is Colin. I'm located in beautiful, sunny, normally sunny, but today overcast, uh, North Hollywood, California. Yeah. My name is Stephanie Orlina. I am a transformational life coach, and I am in San Diego, California. Each week we start our discussion here on Co-Creation Station from a different jumping off point. And this week we're going to start off with a jumping off point that Stephanie has brought up that we have already talked about on a previous episode. <laughs> multiple and multiple times. However, the way Abraham says, we've never been here before. We have all different people listening. I told Colin, I go, we're not the same that we were all those five other times we've talked about this. So point of attraction. P-O-A, point of attraction. What am I thinking about right now? How am I feeling right now? Because I had some contrasting stuff happen yesterday and granted I was tired, but still it's just emotional. I'm needing to re- help rehome my grand dog Nibbles. And yeah. Kelly, thank you for sending me all that information about um organizations that rehome I, I love you dearly i love nibbles he's a sweetheart yeah colin was watching me feed him earlier um and i was like yes because you know he's happy he's happy like we're hanging out he's happy i'm like you know i had to bring him back from the foster home yesterday i didn't have to i brought him back from the foster home yesterday and um i'm like what are we gonna do and i'm crying and i see my granddaughter and um and I'm like, yeah, my point of, he's smiling. He's like, what? Right now I'm with you. Like, you know, dogs, animals are just so in the moment. And here I'm future tripping. And um, and I'm like, girl, what are you doing? Your point of attraction. What are you doing? Like, OMG, like knock it off. And so I just thought that would be a nice conversation to have because in any given moment, I don't know. I mean, I worry a lot about certain things. I like, um, what was it? Worrying is using worrying is using your imagination to create something you don't want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm just like, what are you doing? So point of attraction. And you know, it was so great. I love you, Colin. Thank you so much. Cause 10 minutes ago we were laughing. Like you were, you know, we, and I was, I was like, oh, this feels so good. This feels so good. Cause I, you know, since I saw Dominique last night to get one of nibbles bowls I've been somewhat sad <laughs> and um and fretting a little bit except when I was meditating this morning I was in a very peaceful place and it was awesome it's so. interesting you know because I'm I'm reminded of a funny story um that you're sort of a part of um because I moved to San Diego uh from the east coast back in 2013 2012 December of 2012 and I lived there for seven months, which felt like six years somehow. Right. And then I moved up to LA in uh, October of 2013. Um, but when I was getting ready to leave, I was hanging out with our mutual friend, Mary, 
and um, we were having brunch or something, and and I this the topic came up that I was going to LA, and I was like, I'm gonna miss you so much, Mary, and like genuinely, I wasn't doing like that, and she was like, you know, I'm sitting right in front of you right now, right? <laughs> and, you, and also, I wasn't gonna leave for another three weeks or something. So oh my god! So I'm feeling sad until you're actually not in San Diego. <laughs> I always remember that Mary saying that to me because we have this kind of amazing ability as humans to visualize and imagine the future, which is a huge gift in many ways. But it's also like we can, I mean, it, it doesn't serve us in the sense that sometimes we, we use that to imagine, you know, unpleasant uh, futures that we don't want or, or things that will happen, uh, but that aren't happening yet, you know, and um, Wayne Dyer tells a really great story um, or a little anecdote at some of his talks when he was live. Um, I think one of them made it, it made it into one of his PBS specials, I forget which, but he said um, he was this, he met this guy on the street or something and he asked and he was, he had a really bad cold and he said, how long have you had the cold? And he said, in three weeks, it'll be a month. <laughs> that is hilarious but that's i mean that's an extreme you know yeah 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 really like how we i mean i think one of the things i struggle with being getting cold or being sick and a lot of people struggle with getting cold or, or something like that that just not anything major but like keeps them from work or whatever or makes work challenging but like a lot of my i've noticed a lot of my angst and worrying about when i get sick is not about being sick in that moment it's like oh my god like in my mind i'm like oh my god like how long how many days am i gonna be sick and am i gonna not be able to do anything and mm -hmm. i'm home and not get stuff done blah, 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 blah. and it's like i might have been sick for like half an hour and i'm already <laughs> like man thursday's long. Like, yeah you know? yeah yeah and it's just like maybe i'll feel fine on thursday or maybe like it would be really good to just rest in bed on Thursday. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. One of those ways where our brain has this amazing ability, we can use it for good, but it can also be used to like, like you hurt say, ourselves, being, hurt ourselves. I'm like totally hurting myself by thinking these, all these negative thoughts that's, and that know, like, make me feel horrible. Yeah. And it's, and I feel horrible, not because of the imagery, but because my inner being knows that it's all good. Yeah. Nibbles has a great home. He's super happy. He's, he's take, probably even taken better care of than he was ever. You know what I mean? Just like they're happy. He's happy. And when I think those thoughts, like I wrote, um, and I'm going to read it just cause I need to put it out into the universe. Um, I wrote a little thing of like, cause I was, you know, this came up a couple months ago and blah, blah, blah. And, um, I said, I was like, oh, here we go. I was like, you're just doing the footwork. It's already done. You don't have to figure it out. Law of attraction is figuring it out for him and you. Focus on what you want for him. Okay, so then I wrote, he's happy. They're happy too. He's taken care of. He has a good home now. He's thriving. They like each other. It's a great fit. They like him and he likes them. We still see him. I still get to hang out with him. He's close by. He's loved and enjoyed. Thank you, God, for the essence of all of this and more. He's always being guided for his highest good. Law of attraction is figuring it out for him. And that feels better to me when I read that. Because that is, those are more in alignment thoughts. Yeah. Than the, 
Well, I'm not even going to say what they are. Interesting, because I feel like in our culture and our society, like there's just this not that we don't, one thing we don't do well is talk about how to experience and share our emotions in a healthy way. So, I mean, I feel like a lot of issues that people have are because they're repressing natural emotion. Like somebody, like a loved one dies and the person, their loved one who's, who's still alive will like refuse to feel the feelings, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, so we don't have a lot of, you know, great things in our culture about that, but it's, I don't know, I'm just being anecdotal here, but I mean, it feels like in our culture, but we're all in on like ruminating on emotions that we don't need to be ruminating on. So you're upset about something at work, like, and you get together with your coworkers at the water cooler and you're like, "Ah, I hate that guy. Like that's, that's like supported and, and, you know, blessed in our society. But like, because if you, like you love, nibbles and it seems reasonably like your relation the amount of time you're going to be able to see him and all that is going to change and that's a loss and I, there's a natural emotion that comes from that which is right. pain and sadness from sadness. a loss yeah but the problem is and that's actually a natural healthy thing to feel but the thing that's tricky is like it's so easy for us to like instead of just feeling the feeling and let it blow through us like a storm. I, yeah. Yeah. A long time ago who said that's what emotions are. They blow through us like storms. Yeah. What was that? I, I never met a feeling that didn't pass. Yeah. But like, it's like, we're either so eager to get past the feeling that we don't feel it in the first place, or we like glom onto the negative of something yeah. and like have it continually yeah. negative. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. That, 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 that... we're meant to do either. Yeah. 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 And I did like, it was anyways. So, um, yeah. So I, I want to enjoy, like he does this thing where he's on his back and he like twists his body and then moves his tail. And then he'll kind of look at me if I'm seeing him because <laughs> he knows I love it. And then, so, um, so he was doing that this morning. I'm like, Steph, and I have like 200 pictures and videos of him. Like I have a, of just an album on my phone for him and I'm like girl you need to like get that footage again this you know the latest one because you'll I'll be able to look back on it you know if if I happen to not you know see him again ever and um so I did and I was just like loving on him and um I think you know part of I need to do the footwork and call this one rescue place today but also like just be with him you know like you said he's here with me now um, we do have a special relationship. He, he behaves really well with me. We were talking earlier and I said, you know, it's kind of like how people who have grandkids, <clears throat> you know, the kids may act up when they're with the parents. I go, but they go to the grandparents' house and it's like heaven and bliss, you know, and they would behave really well. And then as soon as they get with their parents, they're like a hot mess and they act out. And I feel like that's the kind of relationship that I have with nipples is at home he was acting out. He was doing these behaviors that he's never done before. And, and so it's, it's just gotten to a point where it's not a good fit anymore and he needs a new home and I'm not in a place where I can take him, you know? And so, and just for our viewers and listeners, we did have Nibble sign a waiver before this episode where it was okay. He was okay with us talking about his personal journey, <laughs> the emotional difficulties he's having. And there's oh, so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> So, um, so I feel like that is, you know, the situation here is that, you know, he's so well-behaved and I'm 
and I pray and I hope, and it's in his vortex that he finds a good home and that it's the same thing, the dynamics. And I think he needs to be with a female, like a single female who <laughs> there's not a male um, counterpart because for him, something has shifted energetically and he's just like, he's, yeah. So um, switching the whole thing around, I have to tell you something really good. So I was born and raised in San Diego. I've never lived anywhere else. And um, I've never, ever until a month ago, ever have seen a cherry tree in San Diego. I'm sitting in my bed the other day and I'm plopped up and I have this two big windows in my room and one looks out into these, the citrus tree. And then all of a sudden I see these cherries hanging from one of the trees. <laughs> there are two cherry trees in the backyard of the place where I'm living at now. And I'm oh, like, wow. what? So I actually picked, I went out there and picked a few. I picked a bowl of them the other day. And I'm just like, what? Look at this. I've never had that experience before. Like I have a friend who lives in Oregon and she has invited me multiple times to come up and pick cherries with her. And then a couple of years ago, I, I was like, okay, I'm coming. And then by the time I could get up there, she's like, cherry season is going to be gone. If you can come in, it, it just never worked out. Never, ever did I ever think that I would be able to go in the backyard and pick a couple of cherries and just eat. I'm like, this is like, never, ever. I just, it just amazes me how spirit, God, the universe continue to blow my mind with something as simple, but yet profound is just such a beautiful thing. So, which again came from your point of attraction, right? Yeah. 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 So I'm doing pretty good with my point of attraction with these there, there'll be these little pings of something, <laughs> but then something will happen and I'll be like, Oh, okay. I must be feeling pretty decent because that was definitely in my vortex. Well, the thing, you know, the, the recent experiences I've had uh, that are very positive of things coming into my life, it's, you know, I, I sort of forget this and I remember it is that you I don't have to have 24 seven wonderful thoughts and feelings about the thing I'm trying to attract. Like, I feel like most of the recent wonderful things that have come into my life are just have come in because my point of attraction is uh, at, at a very high vibration because I'm enjoying other things that have nothing to do with those things. Isn't that cool? It's, it's cool, but it, it is, I, that was a tough, it's still a tough one for me to remember. And it was tough to learn because it seems illogical. It seems like. Yeah, but aren't you relearning it? Because I'm constantly being, yeah. I'm, it's, I think it's an evolution and it's an ongoing process of like, yeah. I'll remember and then I'll forget. Yeah. And I love when I've heard Abraham say, like, you can literally get off that subject mm -hmm. and think about something completely different. And if you're feeling good you're in that vibration of it. And then you can allow in other stuff to come that has nothing to do. And I, man, it's that easy. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. I love that. Like talk about the game of life, how spirit set it up for us. Like, could it be any more awesome than what it is? And yet most of us don't even know this. And that's why you and I, you know, showed up because we wanted to share this information with others. Yeah. Um, because it's not talked a lot. It's not taught in schools. You know, I mean, I stumbled upon it because um, I just wanted to feel better. You know, I wanted my life to be better and eventually came up to Abraham and 
that's been a huge game changer. Yeah. But my first self-help person was Wayne Dyer. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really cool. I'm going to cry. <laughs> that you and I were at the last event that he had with Abraham. And, um, and my first person that I ever was introduced with self-help and personal growth was um, Wayne Dyer. And then I, I don't know, I mean, I'm 58, I may have another teacher, but Abraham has just had a huge impact on my life. And, um, and they were both on stage with each other, you know, Esther channeling Abraham, and then Wayne, Mr. Dr. Dyer sitting there, and you and I were there to experience that. And we're in that printed material that event it's such a great picture of us both being in the vortex at that end with the montage of all the people that were there of different photographs and I'm like there's a photographer during the break I'm like Colin there's a photographer I'm like I want to get her picture I would just be just like we're gonna call him over and I was just like being really bubbly and happy and and then he's like comes walking over to us he's like hey do you want your picture I'm like yeah (laughs) and then I tried to get that picture not even knowing that it was in that DVD and you're holding it that day. You'd come down to San Diego. I could, yeah. We did a whole episode about that. I wish yeah. I could what season and what episode. Oh, yeah. That's okay. We can talk about it here. And um, I'm like, yeah, I go, I even called the Abraham Hicks um, business and said, Hey, we were at that event. How do I get that picture? And the nice woman who answered the phone, she's like, I don't know. Let me look into that. And then she never called me back. And then, so when you were standing there that day, had come down to visit me and well, visit your friends in San Diego, me being one of them. Thank you. Um, and you're like, oh, my mom bought this for me, the book and the DVD. And you're like, I didn't have the heart to tell her I was at it. He goes, and then I'm like, yeah, I wanted that picture of us, darn it. And I tell you the story. And then we go off to, you know, Old Town Mixing Cafe and have lunch. And within minutes, we sit down and the woman's like, can I take your picture? And we're like, I start laughing and she's like, what's so funny about that? And 10 minutes later, she comes back with this photo of both of us in the vortex. And, um, and that one is equally as good as the one that was at the event at the Abraham Hicks. And was, I think it was four months later, you call me, I was getting a facial from Lisa and I come back and I'm check my phone. And you're like, Stephanie, oh my God, I'm literally walking out the picture of us. It's at the end. You're like, my mom said she's seen us on there. I've watched the whole thing front and back. She's crazy. And then I let the credits run. And then they did this whole montage of pictures. And there you are. I, she, you're like, my roommate has a big screen TV. And there it's like three feet, feet by four. And you and I just like big old smiles. So we literally, I mean, that's another thing we could talk about. It was given, and because I said I didn't have it, I couldn't find it. I didn't have it until one day we're both in the vortex and we allowed it in. And I'm thinking, what else do I have right now that I say I don't have? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Can you hear the fire trucks when they go by? (laughs) Yeah. I can hear an airplane right now too. I never know, like uh, I've never heard the airplane before. Did an airplane just fly over? No. Oh, that was weird. That wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. It's super cute because sometimes even when you're talking, it'll be a little you know, maybe contrast. You'll 
you know, bring up a topic of contrast or something and, and then the fire trucks will go by. And I think that's so a law of attraction. I feel like it is like a lot of times it, it comes in to like, uh, accentuate a particular, <laughs> nothing against whoever's house is on fire in Los Angeles, but, um, uh, yeah, that was a really great discussion. I, I, before we go, I really just want to say one thing. So we're actually, Usually we record pretty far ahead of time, uh, but this just the way the schedule worked out, um, this episode is going to go live to, the day after we're recording it. So we're recording. Which is it. the first time ever, or the first time in a very long time, huh? Yeah, Sunday yeah. the 28th, and we'll this will go live tomorrow, um, Sunday the 29th. Um, that is season six, episode one. I'm sorry, I don't know what happened there. What? what <laughs> And the audio listeners are going to be like, what just This happened? was, this is the first episode. first episode of season six. Yes. Yeah, no, I have no I, idea. It's, I mean, this. Are you shooting for 10, <laughs> 15? I don't, you know, it's funny because I definitely didn't think, um, you know, when we, when we started talking for, in season one and two, um, and we kind of settled on this like 20, 22-ish episodes yeah, per yeah. season. Although for some reason, I think in season two, we did like 48 or something. <laughs> uh, we did, got into the 30s. We just never <laughs> talked about it. I'm like, Colin, and you're like, I'm like what happened to 22, uh, 24? But um, yeah, I mean, I remember in, in seasons one and two thinking like, not thinking that I wanted to end it at all, but I was like, we're definitely not going past like a season four. Like that would be like over a year you know like yeah yeah something will happen to derail that and it's been really wonderful that it hasn't been derailed yeah i feel like um i'm super grateful to all the people who listen to us um me too thank you i'm always worried i'm gonna forget somebody but um jacqueline and uh angelica and Teresa and sarah and my sister kelly and um elaine who's a friend of mine who started listening to us um i'm forgetting somebody aren't i I don't know. Those are just the ones who have um, either sent, you know, commented or somehow um, either social media messaged us or whatever. But for everyone who has even thought about, you know, connecting with us and hasn't via one of those portals, we thank you so much. You know, I mean, we've never met, but we're so happy that you're here listening to us. We get to share our experience and our courage and our hope and this information with you and it, it means a lot to us that you listen and um and we hope someday that we get to meet you that would be lovely yeah we should um, do uh someday we should do a like a live uh a live stream like yeah on stage in san diego or something yeah. um i just want to say real quick because tomorrow is memorial day and uh i know my sister kelly listens to this podcast she's been on several times with us um both of our grandfathers uh who we call grandpa susie and grandpa worcester um fought in world war ii and uh so i always try to remember them on memorial day and they were two really great they they didn't know anything about the law of attraction but um they were both very great manifestors of fun and enjoyable experiences so nice just wanted to give a shout out of gratitude and love to my two grandfathers in the sky um for memorial day and wish everybody a happy memorial day for those of you yeah. celebrating in the united states yeah. all right um, well, that's it for us. Um, thank you so much for listening or watching. Um, remember at this point, we are posting a brand new episode for you every single Monday morning. We truly appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support the podcast. 
Um, all our social media links and our email address are in the doodly doo down in the YouTube video version below. We wish you a happy and abundant week, and we look forward to you joining us again on the next episode of Co-Creation Station. Bye, everybody. Bye.